What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 216 of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaFlade. Joining me, as always, we have the most generous squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. She's back fighting space pirates. And we got the Ray Trace 2 Rag Madrid Devon. Wario Land 3? Are you fucking kidding me? Let's go. We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be covering everything from the first Nintendo Direct of 2023. We're going to talk about Apex Legends fumbling the bag. And we're going to be talking about the Yu-Gi-Oh! one-year anniversary celebration in Master Duel. All right. It's the most wonderful time of the year again. There has been a Nintendo Direct, and this one was a pretty good one. I saw people rating it low, and I'm like... No. No. See, the thing no. is, people are just set a, with the expectations direct. that everything has to be for them, and if everything isn't for them, then the thing is bad. And I'm like, bingo. I'm like, subjectively speaking, there is something here for everyone, right? In some underserved markets, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all apparently served on the Switch because some of the, the time they spent on things, I'm like, you have to have a dedicated fan base to this game that I've never heard of because you're spending... Because it was a 40-minute presentation and over the course of it, it was just like back-to-back things... And then they even did one of their, you know, Nintendo Direct montages towards the end that had some cool information in it. Right. So really starting off, um, is this in order? Uh, was the first thing the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 expansion pass? No? What was the first thing? I think the first thing was Pikmin. Oh yeah, it was... Let me see. In order. Let's see. Nope, this starts with Tears of the Kingdom, which I know definitely wasn't first. Okay, so we're just, we're taking the Eurogamer article and we're going to follow the Eurogamer article. So, they showed Xenoblade Chronicles 3, the expansion pass. Uh, Apparently, it showed the protagonist from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, grown up. Yeah. It looked like they showed Rex and um, Shulk. Yep. Oh, okay. It's a grown up Xenoblade crossover. That's cool. I want to get into the Xenoblade Chronicles games, but I also don't want to start get i know it's only three games and dlc for each of the games well technically it's four games if you count x x you can get to when you get to gonna get ported before you know it yeah that's the thing so if i get into it three and x will be on switch by the time i do that because i thought they were on switch no x is only on wii u that X. Okay. X is left behind. Okay. <clears throat> it's the it's the it's the, like the last remaining. Right. The final Wii U game that even a single person out there cares about. But porting over the final Wii U game is going to be like the final nail in the Switch coffin before it's time to upgrade. Well, actually, there are two 
other Wii U games that nobody... Like, well, I mean, everybody's talking about it. It's just that I don't see why Nintendo's sitting on it for so long. Is uh, Wind Waker and uh, Twilight Princess HD remasters. Final nails. They really should have done it around when they did Skyward Sword. They didn't want us to be zelda out, you know? of how Zelda turned into Nintendo's main franchise. That's fucking wild. I don't know. Zelda's not getting a movie this year. Yeah, but yeah, but Zelda has also gotten unlike every other game, two games on the same console generation. Like normally you get a Zelda game on a console generation. Now we gotten two. Well, that was the Wii. And this is selling like the Wii sold, so Was there only one on GameCube? No, well, there were two. There was, there was right. I mean, there were two on Wii, <laughs> two on GameCube. Two on, wait, were there two on 64? On? Yeah, there were two on 64. Theory disproved. Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword. <laughs> oh, no. I don't feel like Twilight Princess should count because that really does feel like a GameCube game. That's just on Wii because of the release date. But I mean, Whatever. then you wouldn't count Breath of the Wild as a Switch game because that was a Wii U game that just took so long in the Wii U no, life cycle. Feel, yeah, but I feel like that was the other way around, though, because it was, by the time we got official marketing for Breath of the Wild, it was during the Switch announcement. Well, no, we knew about Breath of the I mean, Wild. We knew they were making a Zelda game, but I don't think we knew it was Breath of the Wild until they were announcing the Switch. Right, but I mean, that game still came like, out and ran. I, I mean, have... Like yeah, the, oh, cro- no. the cross... I used to Zelda get this much attention. <laughs> well, it, last year was like, what, the 35th anniversary mm-hmm. of Zelda, so... Yeah, I mean, Zelda always seems to have been people's, a lot of people's favorite. Yeah, and they're going to pick a favorite like Zelda. I still feel like Mario is still the number one. Well, he's the mascot. He'll always be number one. He's not even number one. He's number zero. Honestly, Pokemon should be number one. And yeah, so... Pokemon game could run well. Hey man, I'm sitting here. They don't have to. <laughs> so apparently, the worst part. apparently, you don't even fucking have to, and it's still one of the best ones, according right. to everyone. Yeah. So, so I, they're doing the hundred dollar Nintendo tickets again, where you get two Switch games for a hundred dollars, and so I'm thinking Tears of the Kingdom and Pokemon Scarlet. Yeah, I'll take you up on that. Because I'll probably do the same thing. Um, and Tears of the Kingdom is 70, right? Yeah, so I'd be getting Scarlet for 30. Yeah, so Nintendo's finally taking that big swing and being like, yeah, an extra $10 for this. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see going forward what games they charge 70 for. <clears throat> but that's, the $70 isn't even adjusted, adjusted for inflation. So, 
like $60, let's see, inflation, because I know $60 in like 2013 when like the PS4 and Xbox One, okay, US inflation, so the year was 2013, when did the Switch come out? Was that 2016? Or was that 2017? I, I don't know. I have no concept of time. 2017. So let's see. A $60 game in 2017. In 2023 money. Nope, I can only do 2022. Stuff like this is reporting record profits. Never forget that. Yeah, but just $60 in 2017 money versus 2022 money because they don't have it for 2023. Um, price ranges. Hmm? All those price raises are horseshit. Like they are. Fundamentally, they are. Why? Uh, Once again, record profits. Like, this is, like, once, okay, it, this goes back to the whole point that what a company is going to do to increase their profit margin is putting as much of the cost onto the customer as possible. And this is how we got the over uh, monetization of our video games to the point that most video ga- that uh, majority of games that were coming out were these shitty live service games that don't last. And then also that leads us into, well, that, just basically that. But the number is going up, but the value is going down. And how? I don't think. The value of the dollar, yes, but it's really yeah. Just, so, like, that's you know, what I'm saying. It's about profits, though. Like, it, and also the only reason the value of the dollar is going down is because of the wealth transfer to the rich because of this very system in the first. Right, but this is the, this is the system doing shit and then using itself to justify itself. You could just not. But that, like, we wouldn't have video games if people had that philosophy. No, on... we still would. No, we definitely would have video games. We would. No, we would have. Yes, we would. We would have video games. Okay. We would have Give video games. Give me an example of any game. We probably would have better video games. Give me an example of any game in history. It's launch MSRP being more expensive than 70 like or being cheaper than $70 in 2022 money give me any example cuz i guarantee there's not a single one even older more rudimentary crappy shitty shovelware games that cost $40 in 2008 or like cost $30 in the early like in 2000 even going back to how cheap those games were to make because it didn't take these thousand person development teams that need health care. But also these that games need but also most of these games don't need thousand person development time teams. Like those thousand person development teams are bloated to justify this. Yeah, but I mean that's still people's jobs because when you say that the things are bloated and you tell that to someone like Microsoft and then they have layoffs, then people are out of jobs because Microsoft But you're more likely to lose your job in the game industry after dropping a successful game than you are for dropping a bad game. That happens consistently. It's not that a sustainable system. It's not a sustainable system and so No, 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 no. It's not a sustainable infinite money printer. 
that's the thing about it. It's like that's the thing about profits is that the profits are have to yeah, be but consistent. You they can't have to argue open, about that. Not how money works. You can't argue about the end product <laughs> of a corporation's profits when you're talking directly about the price that a consumer is paying for a good slash service. Yes, you can. Because at the end of the day, okay, let's say games stayed thirty fucking dollars. Thirty dollars in twenty twenty two money. If you run that back to that's like five dollars in nineties money. And so it doesn't matter that the corporate the exact money that is being used to pay the employees like microsoft just bought bethesda and then laid people off because their development teams are bloated those people at bethesda like aren't directly impacting the profits that microsoft is going to make yes they are that's literally where the overhead comes from that's literally where the overhead that eats into your profit margins come from right but they're not that's what i'm saying so There's all this corporate consolidation going on because there's a, a lot of companies have a it's lot of bad. profit and then, yeah, but there's nothing we can do about it because at the I end mean, of the could, day. I mean, we could just support the developers who aren't doing that, which are usually the smaller indie devs that drop a fun game and that call it a day, not these infinite You just money. bought Hi-Fi Rush, which is a Tango Gameworks game, which was under the ZeniMax umbrella that got absorbed under the Microsoft umbrella, and you play probably play, played it through Game Pass, which is a service that Microsoft itself, in its report to the CMA this week, said that, like, Game Pass... There, Game Pass is not sustainable. Game Pass is going to have a permanent No, it's not impact. sustainable. I know none of none of this stuff is sustainable, and that's my point. This is how we ended up in this unsustainable gaming market because they expect games to print money eternally. I mean, just it would be sustainable if game prices kept it's, up it's not with inflation, because but they are expectations are unsustainable. Even like if just, a small indie developer is going to need to make a larger number right now than they would have need to make three years ago to have the same quality of life. Does that make sense? Like, even if it's that, a single see, person developer that puts true. out a game. What you're saying is true, but I also believe that, that what you're saying is true. That is also caused by the very expectations and the system that's created by the very companies we are talking about. They have created the situation. They have created this problem. I mean, I don't feel like corporations created the status quo. I feel. Oh no, they definitely did. I feel like society created. No, they're the ones who set the prices. Like for example, that the developers and the uh, game always blame the corporations. That whole uh, what was it uh. That digital Game Pass thing they tried to sell us to give us access to multiplayer games to try and cut back on uh, the resale market that happened a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, not a couple years ago. That was about a decade ago at this point. Yeah, that's like more than a decade ago. But everybody who worked on the – actually worked within the – within games like i'm talking about the actual people who worked with the publishing company the actual developers knew that was shit that was going to hurt the games. But why they had to do it? To appease stockholders. You know, 
where a lot of these decisions come down to because once you get rid of your because once you make a successful game that makes you a lot of money you cut out your staff and then all that extra money that that you made off the game and that you're not spending on staff go straight into stock buybacks yeah i mean like this is a system causing this problem and then using itself to justify it Yeah, I mean, the all that I'm saying is that even though the price has now jumped to seventy dollars, gaming is as cheap is cheaper right now than it's ever been in the grand scheme of things. Sure, I fully believe that, but I do not have the evidence to argue that at the moment. So I'm just going to leave that there. I see what you're saying, and while it is cheaper. On their side, like they're they're not making as much. It seems like more to us, since that's still a lot of money. Right, because wages pay. still haven't gone up, and that's a whole right. Other so it's not it's, not it's not it's not reflective. Wages have gone down. Wages so going essentially, up both parties lose. To, it's a lose lose for everyone except for everyone the people except at the for top. stockholders and right. corporate owners. Right, right. So, but I will say this about Nintendo: they did say they're trying to, they're doing, they're implementing a ten percent raise for like their staff. So they are trying to pay people more that work for them, and hopefully that also includes better working conditions as well. Because you know, it's not always just about the money. You want to make sure that you work in a place where you're appreciated, where your work matters, where you can take days off and you're Heck, not you're not being abused by a company that want that will allow terrible things to happen to you as long as the game keep making money blizzard right Ubisoft. all types of all types of abuse so yeah definitely anytime where you you're in a better situation and get more money it's just definitely appreciated so i i mean shit i'll pay 70 dollars for tears of the kingdom hey I would. right actually i probably won't I'm, and if I, in all honesty, I'm most likely not playing oh, yeah. that. You didn't game. really play Breath of the Wild, did you? Or you played it for a while. I, really it. I, I played, played the shit while. out that game and then still want more, but I'm at the point that, well, we're going to have the sequel this year, so. Yeah, I might. I'll probably be able to go back and dabble a little more since I never finished it. I think I have like two, one or two more Divine Beasts. I don't remember. I think I was trying to get all the towers. Get all the towers, get all the Divine Beasts, go in the castle, get the Master Sword, get the Hylian Shield, go in the yeah. castle, wreck shop. Do a couple, do a couple more dungeons along the way. Oh, yeah. If there's a shrine just right there, you might shrine. Well I mean, it. if I see the shrine, I'm going to at least see what it's about. Step foot in it, you know, unlock it. What I did, I had stacked up all the combat shrines. And just one day I was like, all right, I'm going to watch a YouTube video on how to actually be good at fighting. And went in and was fighting guardians left and right in uh, sh like just a straight up combat shrines. And then I was like, well, shit. I might as well start fighting these above ground because there's an armor set I get for getting materials from guardians. And yeah. now I know when, how to Once you them. start fighting the guardians, once you learn how to parry that blast, you're good. Yep. That it really is the parry timing, like the noise they make when they're about to shoot it, and like, yeah. So, 
the next game on the Eurogamer list is Samba de Amigo Party Central, which I saw a lot of people who were like slightly older than us get really hype about. Have either of y'all played Samba de Amigo at any point? No. I've played it once. I've it seen it before, but I guarantee I've never played it. And Me playing a rhythm game? <laughs> As a person look, with no rhythm. <laughs> look, all you got to do is stop thinking. Listen to the music and stop thinking. The, the more you think, the harder rhythm games are. Don't think. Mm-hmm. I don't have rhythm. With the, that attitude. I, I don't really either, but something about rhythm games it's really the like me dancing is a product of of alcohol and confidence yeah same because that's 95 percent of what dancing is (laughs) it's two-thirds you know you know like that's two-thirds like what are you talking about why do you think most people do the best dancing drunk they have liquid confidence to go with their spiritual confidence exactly okay the next game, I know Madrid's really excited about this one, is Fashion Dreamer. Trying to get that fit off Madrid. It actually looked pretty straight. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, you go around and I'm you're like, getting like, different pieces from different people. And it's like, I'm like, hey, shit. This seems like a vibe. Or it should be $60. Right, no, it's, <laughs> it's definitely a full price game. I'm not about to get it, but you know. Maybe it's on Super Sale one day. Yeah. I would say, like, there's the PlayStation Plus. There is no PlayStation Plus equivalent or Game Pass equivalent on Switch. It's just like, nah, straight up. (laughs) There's Switch Online, and when you purchase games in the Switch store, you get those little coins. Cash them shits. (laughs) Yeah, but that's more like PlayStation Stars or like Microsoft Rewards. That's not even like, here goes a handful of free games on a regular basis that you... Switch online? I don't... That's not current-gen stuff. Okay. Oh, well, I guess Tetris 99. There's been like two games. (laughs) There you go. In DLC. When you pay that extra... <laughs> right, that's how I'm. Plus expansion. <laughs> I'm like, I want to keep it for the GBA, and but I also don't want to get hit with this random ass charge because I don't remember when we got a Switch online. When did Josh get a Switch? That'll be the. I don't think it's been. It hasn't been a year yet. I don't think. I feel like we're getting there though. We are getting there. You're right. We should get ready. Just be prepared. <laughs> yeah, be prepared. It's like, y'all want Game Boy games another year? <laughs> All right. So uh, we finally got a March 6th release date for the Dead Cells deal, uh, Castlevania DLC. Okay. Let's and we got up. some gameplay. So I don't know if there's been gameplay other places, but I remember seeing this at the Game Awards in December and like now seeing it here in February and it's coming out early March. Uh, it, it, it looks good. I'm excited. All right. Uh, Tron Identity from Bithel Games is coming in April. Looks good. Yeah, Bithel Games has really been just like in the background on the Switch, like going hard. Because Just making the middle market games that fill out the library of any good console. 
Well, it's cool to see because, like, I know Bithel Games is more than just Mike Bithel, but I feel like his first couple games he made entirely by himself and then started getting licenses and started being... Because his first license was John Wick Hex. And so he made that and then now is making Tron and is getting that Disney money. So, like, I'm all here for it. Shout out Thomas was alone. The OG. Was alone. Yeah, that was the first Mike Bithel game. (laughs) Thomas was alone. So, from Thomas was alone to Tron Identity. And the games have been solid in between. It's not like they dropped in quality or anything. Like, they've been... They're very niche, but very good. Yeah. Smaller niche experiences that are just they're good. They're good. They're the type of extras you need to fill out your gaming diet so you end up not playing whatever the pony is this week. And that are your mainstays, so you just end up playing Final Fantasy fourteen, Monster Hunter, and Fortnite with all your time. Hey, Yu Gi Oh games <laughs> that are on the attention economy. Mm-mm-mm. Also, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yugi- Yugi- dropped his uh, anniversary. Yeah. So, this one-year anniversary. So, they updated um, some stuff with it. Yeah. Um, and there's good. been a lot of stuff that built up over the first year that, like, going back and having some credits and just being like, you know, I, I didn't get any cards because, like, I wasn't trying <coughs> to get into the smoke. I heard high-level Yu-Gi-Oh! going on, and I was like, I'm a tiptoe in here. I'm going to get this new uh, card art for my home screen. I'm going to get this... Yep. <laughs> get this, like, profile frame, and I'm going to tiptoe out, and I'm going to come back tomorrow for my daily login bonus. Claim... I didn't even claim the... Uh, well, I claimed the PlayStation Plus stuff, but I didn't, like, redeem what the credits got me for that. Hmm. I think I claimed some of it. Um, I need to go through and check to see if I got everything. Well, it's always it's the legacy cards that, like, each one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The packs where it's, like, one or two cards, and you just get those. Yeah, we got another set of those from PlayStation. <coughs> okay, yeah. I don't think I opened all mine then. Or maybe I did. Shit. I don't remember. <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, back on the Nintendo Direct, Capcom's Murder Mystery Series Ghost Trick is coming back with a remaster of the first game, Phantom Detective. I saw this and I was like, yeah, I guess, because I'm thinking back to, like, Game Boy and DS era, I wasn't playing anywhere near as much variety of stuff as I'm playing now, so for this Mm. to be a DS game that's coming to Switch, I was like, yeah, I just never even heard about this game. I, I do. I remember when Ghost uh, Trick came out. It looks familiar. It's a. Uh, it looks like it should be familiar, game. but at the same time, it's also like, yeah, no. I remember. I remember playing a bit of it, and I remember enjoying it. But I can't. If you ask me anything about it, I would just say 
you're a detective possessing your own corpse to figure out your own murder. That's that's really all I remember. Well, no, you're a ghost. You're not possessing your own corpse. That's a different game. You're a ghost solving your own murder. Ah, peace of mind. That's right. the nigga that I, did I know it. Somewhat, I, I know someone decent is on the case. Ah, you did it. Time for me to haunt you. <laughs> Uh, so level five's new game, Deca Police, is coming this year. Uh, yeah, that look that looked pretty good. For a second, I thought that was about to be a new Astral Chain. No, it didn't look like. I feel like for a platinum trailer, we would have known. That's, that's not the right art style for a platinum game. Right, I know, but I was like, huh. You can hope. You can hope for Japanese police games I'm, to I'm all be Astral projecting. Chain. You know, that's all. Because I don't fuck with cops, but they they look decent enough. How do I do fuck it? with the Astral Chain cops, because they're not cops. <laughs> but they do actual cop work. They do all the cop work that the cops aren't doing while not being cops. That's great. Right, right. When I say actual cop work, I mean copaganda. Because what they're actually doing is torturing innocent people. Oh, I thought, you, I thought we were talking about like helping people across the street and like... Right, right. Cop, that's propaganda. Okay, okay, okay. Because it's not fucking real. Okay. Yeah. That's what the yeah. Astro Chain police okay, are doing. Yeah, yeah. I salute to Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I pledge allegiance <laughs> to them things. <laughs> <laughs> them things are though. And that's sweet, sweet music. Ooh, man. What? The police station music shouldn't sound that fucking good. <laughs> So, Deca Police. Well, I mean, while we're talking about uh, Platinum Games, the next thing on this list is Platinum's Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. And apparently, I haven't even gotten Bayonetta 3 yet. Right. Apparently, this is like a continuation of like secret stuff that was in Bayonetta 3. So, like. There was stuff in this art style and gameplay style off the main track of Bayonetta 3 that this is a continuation of that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, the art style looks cool and it has Bayonetta in the title, so I'm I'm intrigued, but stinky switch. The, The good thing I will say about this Nintendo Direct is it Made me take my Switch out the dock. I have my Switch within arm's length, and it's been turned on within the last 48 hours. A couple times, actually. So, the next thing on the list here is Splatoon 3 got an expansion pass, which is paid DLC for two waves of content, and it's really unclear what the content is. Because they show they're adding Inkopolis from the first game, but it looks like it's going to have all the same features as the current hub, whatever it's called in this one. And it's going to be the same. It's like, oh yeah, the inventories in the shop will be be the same in all the places, so just go wherever suits you best. And it's like, I don't know. I need to see what the actual content is before I get the Splatoon 3 expansion pass. 
Mm-hmm. Because even Splatoon 3, it's like, yeah, I've gotten on and I've played it a few times, but it's not like... Oh, yeah, that expansion pass isn't on my radar right now. Like, I, I've probably played Splatoon 3, like, three times. <laughs> hey, I mean, if you're trying to run it, that could yeah, be... Yeah, shit, I'm always down to run some Splatoon. I ain't, ain't gonna lie to you. All right, and then um, so we got Incopolis coming in the spring, and then Wave Two is called Side Order, and it's just that's coming out at some point later on, and that looks like real near Automata shit. Right, I was like, what in the near? <laughs> so, depending yeah. on what the content actually is, if there's mm-hmm. like actual, because I didn't do the story mode in any of the Splatoons, I like have watched story recaps. But for me, Splatoon's always been a multiplayer game. But I, I've always thought the single-player stuff looks cool. And while I don't want to play an extended amount of time on my Switch to play the Splatoon 3 story mode, I would if it were somewhere else. Like, if there were, you know, a more powerful Switch-like system that was backwards compatible and could just play the games that I already have on my Nintendo Switch currently, just in higher fidelity, and didn't make me feel like I was wasting my time by playing games on there when games are in other places, you know? Okay, so uh, Disney Illusion Island was shown. Uh, It's coming July 28th. And... It seems like a highly stylized platformer in the Mickey Mouse world. <laughs> that went in one eyeball and out of the other. I mean, I saw the reason I knew about this game is because uh, Blessing hosted the Disney game showcase, and this right. was one of the games there. So, same thing there. All right, so uh, we got the Fire Emblem Engage Expansion Pack 2, and they also teased three, uh, packs 3 and 4. I mean, they show, they bring it in Camilla, so... Yep. They are bringing in Camilla. Yep. So, you know... <laughs> and they're also bringing in Veronica from freaking uh, Fates. Yeah. Robin? Anybody? Crom? <laughs> And then the two dudes on the far outermost of this Actually, picture. quick question. Is Crom and uh, Corrin a uh, package deal like they should be? No, Corrin's not in it. Unless Corrin was already in the game somehow. Yeah, Corrin is... Yeah, all the protags are pretty much in it. Okay, so yeah. Crom is just a character on his own. Yes. The main, the MC in that is Robin. Yeah. Yeah. It's right, right. Corn was freaking fates. Yeah, corn was fates. The dragon child. <laughs> it's not incest if your sister's not your sister. Right. You're a dragon. They just kind of found you one day. No, they definitely kidnapped you. You were definitely kidnapped. Yeah, you're kidnapped. kidnapped. You're kidnapped by somebody who found. Yeah, you were kidnapped, but you were also found by the people who kidnapped me. By the people who kidnapped you. They literally.
literally stole a baby, put it on the ground, and be like, oh, who would abandon this baby? I guess I have to take it with me. As you do. It's like, or you could just left that baby. It has parrots. You know? Okay, so uh, the Don't Nod, the people who make Life is Strange, are making a new game, Harmony, the Fall of Reverie, that seems like it has that super giant-esque art style. I do love the uh, the 2D animation for this, for the trailer, is really good. And, you know, making a story about a police state. Like, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. Right? Living in it's one of those. Abstract to what, what, it's like, such right. A, such a foreign concept. <laughs> All right. So the next thing I have is Octopath Traveler 2, which got a demo. <laughs> Actually, out here, hype played. <laughs> About the first 30 minutes of Hikari's game. Because as soon as I saw that demo, as soon as I saw that trailer, I was like, all right, that demo's coming. That's how last night was like, yep. Well, the night before was like, yep. Octopath Traveler 2 demo. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that lines up. They should be dropping one soon. Yep. And when I saw that demo available now, I was like, ah, it's going to be on PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're finally so getting you. in the mindset. You're like, thank you're you for telling me, Nintendo. Without the blinders of like, oh, I thought the demo was only on Switch. It's like, nope. We know where this demo is. We know this demo is going to be everywhere that game is. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. So playing playing that shit and just seeing how it looked on the PS5, I'm like, man, this shit is crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's like the diorama is just right in front of my fucking face and I can reach out and touch it. It's like it's running at 60 frames per second because... Oh my god, that shit looks so fucking good! Yeah, HD2D with like actual power behind it is something crazy. The only thing that's competing with that is like holding it handheld, looking at it through the OLED. Yeah. That would hit. But that I would just no be so OLED. vivid. Oh, yeah, get, but I got a get Steam no Deck. So you get the power behind it. You get that 60 FPS. It's just not on an OLED. Right. But it, it's, it's pretty piped up. Like, I've been liking the trailers and shit that they've been dropping for it leading up into its release. So finally getting my hands on it and just, like, really checking out the characters and with, like, their backstories and, like, really getting into it. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be another banger. Mm-hmm. Probably going to cop it sooner rather than later. Yeah, uh, part of me was thinking about pre-ordering it, but I think I'm going to wait on the sale because it's probably going to sit around. Like, the demo is the first three hours, so... Yeah. And considering I played, like, 30 minutes and had my fill for the night, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go play something a little yeah. bit. Like, I did well in my battles. Got the story started and moving and it's like yeah i'll come back to this demo so it'll probably be like the deal field demo of like first time playing the deal field demo i was like i kind of want to pre-order this by the time i finished the three hours of the deal field demo i was like i have played enough of the deal field chronicle to not buy the deal field chronicle for more than twenty dollars well shit yeah, <clears throat> I mean it was good. Like the summon was cool. Like 
between both Geofield and Octopath are kind of in the and I mean Soul Hackers too because they had the PlayStation Plus trial, mm-hmm. and so I played enough Soul Hackers too to be like, yep, I got the fun I would have gotten out of Soul Hackers without having to pay any money for Soul Hackers. Yeah, Soul Hackers Two is about to be a super sale for me. Like, I, I really want to play it, but it's it, like the time. It's like the timing on it. Like, I'm finally just getting around to playing some of um, Scarlet Nexus, <laughs> and that game is it, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty dope. But uh, these other games just got me in a fucking chokehold. Right. Monster Hunter, it, like, is taunting me. It's like, you're not HR1. Every time I get on, you're not HR100 yet? What are you doing with your life? Yeah, I'm approaching HR40, and I'm also approaching 40 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm past 40 hours. I'm well past 40 hours. They showed me the money grind route the other night, and that opened my that opened my world up. I'm like, wow, I can buy those weapons that I've been wanting to craft. Right, my wish list, I won't come back to the Gathering Hub every time, and my wish list is like, here goes ten things you can't afford but have the mats for. And that was just, it was just one run, and we stopped in the middle of a run to so I can get the um, the beetles that I was missing. And so what yeah, is it? Is it like an expedition? Like yeah, so you go on an expedition. Oh, have you not done it? So you go on an expedition um, to the the ancient forest, basically. The I think. shrine ruins. Yes. Yes. Because the, the, the one with the pyramids. That's the flooded forest. Flooded forest. There we go. Um, so basically, you go when the um, when there's a mining ex. Um, Surge, and then you equip any of your armor that has geologists on it, mm. and then you just go around just hitting all the mining outcrops. I have done that crops. before. I have done that before. And then you just sell pretty much everything. Yeah, I have one of my uh, submarines getting the fish that sell the like they're the highest selling thing that you can get out of a submarine, and it's something like. It's a scatterfish, so you can use it to make bombs, or you could just sell it and. Hmm. I'm gonna have to do that. I still need to unlock my third submarine. Oh. I think I'm almost done with that request. Yeah, it's probably the beetles that you need. I thought I had. I thought I had the beetles. Didn't get it. All right. Uh, the next game on the list is Wheel of Katamari Reroll and Royal Reverie. So it looks like we're just getting more Katamari in the modern age. I do have uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll on PlayStation, and I kind of want to play that. And if I play and beat that, this will be next on the hit list. Mm-hmm. I never really got into Katamari, so... I, would play I got into Donut County, and then everybody just called Donut County Reverse Katamari, and I was like, I'll play Reverse Donut County. And I got a poster from Loot Crate that just made it look as absurd in Japanese as possible, and I was like, I'm with the energy that this game is giving off, so... All right, uh, Studio Sabotage, uh, Sea of Stars. I don't know if we already had a date, but August 29th, we're getting that. 
It looks good. It, like it, it looks like a really. I love the art style. Yep. And it I can't remember good. what their last game was. The Messenger. Oh, okay. Yep. I, I like this. I like this. I like seeing design styles that got abandoned by the larger companies because they don't believe in anything but money. Always, right? All right. Like, uh, like when people say turn-based content, combat is boring, what they're saying is they haven't seen turn-based combat that has evolved past Final Fantasy VI. I mean, and Final Fantasy VI isn't even turn-based, right? It's ATB. It's still turn-based, though. It's still turn-based. Okay. But yeah, Sea of Stars, that's one that I'd like to see Cam play on Indie Watch. Hmm, yeah. Yeah. Sea of Stars does look good. I definitely want to dabble in that at some point. Alright, um... There's Omega Strikers, which is a free-to-play air hockey multiplayer game that's coming on yeah. April 27th. I'll check it out. Fuck it. <laughs> it's the day before. I'm predicting that Sunbreak is going to come to PlayStation and possibly the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters are coming to PlayStation and Switch. So, you know, we got something to do to pass the time until that day, so... I'll play some air hockey. Hopefully, this also comes to PlayStation. But for it to that be a free my, to play, that was my next question. I'm like, is this a Switch exclusive? Let me see. Because if it goes elsewhere, I'll check it out. I'm not trusting my Nintendo console with a multiplayer game other than Splatoon or Smash. The ones that we let's see. Windows open beta, Android, iOS, and home console. Okay, no, I don't. I need actual console yeah, consoles. Like, <laughs> the home console version. It's coming to home console. The fuck does that mean? It's coming to the Atari? Uh-huh. I'm just, I cannot actually find what? iOS, Android, Switch, and PC. So, I'm not playing this. Unless it's on Steam Deck, is what I'm pretty much seeing. Uh, Etrian Odyssey uh, Origins Collection is coming, which is Etrian Odyssey 1, 2, and 3 with, like, Persona. And it has Joker, it has Teddy, it has uh, the MC from SMT3, has uh, characters from Soul Hackers... So, with them showing it, it looks like I'm not going to play an Etrian Odyssey game, but, you know, if this is getting... An Odyssey game. If this is them getting closer to bringing Persona Q and Q2, the only Etrian Odyssey games you'd catch me dead playing, like, if this is getting the ball rolling towards a Persona Q and Q2 collection coming to Switch, I'm here for it. I enjoyed Persona Q. Like, I, I realized playing Persona Q was like, oh, I actually do enjoy the entry in Odyssey games. Why haven't I played? Oh, right. I could just, it's the same dungeon delving as uh, previous SMT games. And I'm like, that's why I like it. It's the same. It's just like with a Digital Devil Summoner. So, yeah, let's throw that Persona skin back on there because 
Persona Q and Q2 are criminally underplayed. And it'd be interesting. I need to see if the Etrian Odyssey games are coming to other platforms. Oh, PC and Switch, so there is no PlayStation version coming of the Etrian Odyssey. You could do it on your Steam Deck. Yeah, I, well, I'm not playing it. I'm just <laughs> trying to get the Persona games to happen. I'm not playing Etrian Odyssey. I want to make that perfectly clear. Okay, so looking at the... Uh, oh, these are only pre-order bonuses? Uh, Joker from Persona 5 and Ringo from Soul Hackers 2 in Etrian Odyssey 1, uh, Demi Fiend from Shin Megami Tensei 3, and Teddy from Persona 4 in Etrian Odyssey 2, and Nahobino from SMT 5 and Ages from Persona 3 are in Etrian Odyssey 3. But it kind of sucks that those are pre-order exclusives. I thought those would just like be additional in content game. in the game. Well, how right. badly? How badly do we want to play as Nahabino? I mean, enough to just go play SMT Five. Not enough to pre-order <laughs> the Etrian Odyssey collection. Uh, so, Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp is coming out April twenty-first. So it finally got a new date, and it's really coming this time, and it doesn't seem like everybody's going to blame them for Russia invading Ukraine for putting out the game. Right. It's going to be crazy when, you know, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. All right. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe has a new demo out, and the game comes out February 24th. So we got two demos for games at the end of February. Right. There's been a lot of Kirby love just like consistently. It's like the Switch just keeps dropping shit for him. Right. Kirby in the Forgotten Land. It's Sakurai, like, it's Sakurai finally got to do something other than fucking Smash Bros. I don't think Sakurai has anything to do with Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Outside of working on the original game, probably. I but, just... Didn't Forbidden Kingdom come out, like, last year? Forgotten Land? Yeah. Forgotten Land was early last year. We get a Kirby game, like, every year of some form or fashion, especially on this Shit, game. multiple. Yeah, honestly. Because I, I don't think With that was some the of those, like, free-to-play yeah, or, but... like, multiplayer Kirbys, you get, like, at least two of those a year. Let me just go to the eShop. I forgot and... those multiplayer arcade Kirbys exist. Yeah, I mean, most people do forget they exist, but <laughs> doesn't mean they ever stop taking up space on the eShop. Kirby. It's just everyone's favorite. Kirby game. Oh, well, hold on. Let's see. Two, four, six. Okay, so there are six Kirby games. And then... Kirby is on four of the five Nintendo Switch Online emulators. Which actually brings me to the next thing on this list. Uh, we're getting Game Boy and Game Boy Color games available on the Switch Online. We're getting Tetris, Mario Lands 2, 
or Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins, uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX, and Gargoyles Quest, with more games being added in the future, which don't they know... Metroid Fusion. Metroid Fusion was on that list. Yes! Of the advanced games. Metroid coming. Fusion is the advanced game. Yeah, I'm saying... I was just talking about right, the regular we're, we're game, talking game. Oh, yeah. Just regular yeah. Game Boy. And they also, showed Warrior on Land that, 3. Yeah, they showed Wario Land 3's coming. They showed uh, Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. But play those. Play those. If you have not played the Capcom Zelda games, they are so good. Right, and now we have like a convenient way to play them with Nintendo Switch Online. And so they showed all of that, and then they showed Game Boy Advance games are coming to Switch Online with the expansion pack. And it's coming with Super Circuit, Minish Cap, uh, uh, Mario 3, Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga, and WarioWare Inc. And... Kuru Kuru Kururin, which is a GBA game I've never heard of before. But yeah, you move the shape, don't touch the sides. Oh, you tried it out? No, I saw the video. Oh, okay. The only ones I tried were um Wario WarioWare Inc. and yes, the Mario Mario Three. So this had me booted up. Uh Looking, oh, Wario Land 3 is already in Game Boy. Um, yep. That's what I was about to play next. Because that was my shit. Which one? I know one of the Game Boy Advance games comes with the e-reader levels. And I was like, dang, I haven't thought about an e-reader in a while. It has been a significant schminit since I thought about an e-reader. But, I mean, that's getting in the Game Boy Advance and having, like, all those weird peripherals. Oh, you get Metroid Return of Samus on Game Boy. Yeah. So, it looks like we're going to be getting a lot more Metroid content. And it's good that we, like, we have these the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance emulators. But the one thing I don't want anybody getting their hopes up for is Pokemon. Like, we're getting the Pokemon trading card game on Game Boy at, later on, but you're not getting... That's going to be piped up. I yeah. mean, if they if they do decide to add Pokemon, I think they might make us pay for it. Oh, they definitely would make us pay for it. And, you know, I'm here to say... I'd do okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it before, I'll do it better. again. <laughs> it's, it's the exact same way they did when they put the Pokemon games on DS. Yeah, but DS didn't have a subscription service. Yeah, but they're gonna make you pay. It it don't matter. They gonna, Nintendo's gonna make you pay for those Pokemon games. It ain't gonna be through the service. They are gonna make you pay individually. I'd be yep. down. Right. I'd take my Snowbot Yellow off that same thing. That's fine. All right. Um. So the original Metroid Prime got remastered and it's oh. out. It is good. It's out digitally right now, and the physical version launches March 3rd, but it seems like a Crisis Core level remaster, or like the Crisis Core reunion level remaster, where just from top to bottom, it's the same game, but it just looks and feels better. I can't say it looks better. I can't. I can't. Because 
completely remade asset. Metroid Prime back on GameCube on the proper TVs, because that's something else about the experience, is that you got to have a TV from that era to go with it, because games are made, you know, games were made to use that. But Metroid Prime in 2002, that game looks fucking good. It looks really good. And looking at the remake, it looks exactly the same. No, like, it looks like you remember it looking. No, it looks like how it it looks. I'm saying right now, on a TV, if you if you put it on a modern TV, yes, absolutely. It's just ah oh, ah, oh, it's so good, and the fact that they just dropped it, they're like digitally have it. Yeah, I mean, shit, they've been sitting on it for a yeah, minute. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it was supposed to be in the last Nintendo Direct of 2022, and they just sat on it. Why? Because they felt like it. Right. And now we have it, and it's good. And so if you haven't played Metroid Prime, play it. It's amazing. I'm going to have to drop this graphics comparison for you, just so you can see. That game looks exactly like how I remember it. Far yeah, like how you far. remember it, how you remember it and how it actually looked are two very different things. And whatever comparison you sent me, I hope they're on a... They're not using the same monitor. Because older games look worse on modern monitors. I mean, they're probably comparing the Wii version, because... Okay, that's... that's Okay. Okay. I mean, that's... Because you wouldn't have gotten widescreen support regardless. Like, yeah, you'd right. need a CRT for the... But at the same right. time... Having... Metroid Prime, good. Yes, Metroid Prime, good. I would, it would be on my list, but I have yeah. Metroid I, Dread and I, haven't I, even fuck. barely played fucking Metroid Dread. <laughs> Metroid honestly, Dread is honestly, so good. I, I'm just lost. Metroid <laughs> Dread is really good, and I love it. But if I had to pick between two, I'd pick Prime. Yeah, but I already bought Dread. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, finish Dread, but also Prime is so good. Like. God. Like, look, I have fucking I, I Metroid Two remake because it's only the first Prime. If it was Echoes, the moment Echoes comes out, the second one, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. How do you think they're going to do two and three? Because all the things that I've been seeing about it seem like two and three might be a collection and won't have the love are- and care that they did for one. Uh, two and three is probably going to end up as a collection, which hurts me because two was my favorite. And if there's anyone that I want to get a standalone, real good remaster, it's two. And also because two's the best one. Like three's fun. Like I enjoyed three, but three was kind of hampered by the whole, you know, it's a Wii game, so it has to use motion controls. And so sometimes that feels a little awkward, but. Prime well, 2. Was- they're going to at least bring over the control scheme that they added to have dual stick support. Oh, I'm saying the- even with dual stick support, though, Prime 2 is still better than Prime 3. That's the thing about it. It's like the way that game was designed. Because the thing about it is they're not going to... While they add uh, control support, the level designs and the way the fights are still designed around you using motion controls. I mean, play this shit like a Splatoon with motion controls. <laughs> I mean... Honestly, I'm just going to probably play Echoes 95 times because, once again, Echoes is the best one. Okay. So, 
getting after that, we have Spike Chunsoft with using the minds behind the Danganronpa series and looks like the artist as well. Uh, we're getting Master Detective Archives Rain Code, which just looks like Danganronpa without the Danganronpa license. And it's a little ghost instead of a teddy bear. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hang on, yo. I just. I like how there's two remasters in this fucking uh, direct that I want. I appreciate that, Nintendo. Making me actually want to use that fucking Switch. What's the other remaster? Uh, bit, the Bit and Kato's collection. One and two. Oh, um, by the button, button kaitos. Button kaitos. Yes, yes. Uh, I did not finish the first one. I was like two hundred and fifty hours into that shit. Like the first one's long as shit. <laughs> like that's like old school JRPG epic long. Like actually, yeah. if I remember correctly, that bitch was on multiple discs too. Yeah, I saw this, this speed run was like three hundred thirty-eight hours. Oh yeah. And now I'll actually get a chance to play the second one. Oh. Button Kaitos? Button Kaitos, yes. <gasps> the the, the be- My personal favorite with the card... It has the same combat system as Chain of Memories, but... <gasps> and it's better? Oh. Yeah. Maybe I, like maybe every I should weapon get into the cards. You have numbers, and you're playing them like slates. Like, it's really good. Like, Mythic Kato's is actually really good. It's also just long as shit. Like, but the length of it works for me better <laughs> than something like 5. Than something like Persona 5. Okay. Uh... Up next, we got uh, Fantasy Life I, the girl who steals time, which I didn't realize the Fantasy Life series was, like, a thing. And it's from level 5. Yeah, like, level 5 is kind of all over this. Like, the way we got farming games out of the last Direct, we're getting level 5 games because we have that. What was the other level 5 game we had earlier on? Deck of Police. Deco Police, and then to talk about the next one at the same time, we got Professor, a new Professor Layton, the wor- the new world of Steam. Oh, Professor Layton got a Steam Deck. <laughs> yep. Apparently, got a Steam machine. Looking at things, looking at the way things are. But yeah, Professor Layton is getting a new game coming to Switch. I've never played any of the Professor Layton. What does games. he? What does he do? Is he like a detective? Yeah, solves crimes, and you control him. And there's a story around the crime. I know a lot of people like him, and it's well regarded. It's just Nintendo like third party exclusive Nintendo games are just they gotta be something that I'm already into. I'm not gonna pick up Professor Layton with like the twelfth game in the series and hope I know what the hell's going on. Uh we got wave four of the Mario Kart eight deluxe booster course pass DLC, which 
that's too long of a name. We need to shorten that. Um, but okay. we're getting Birdo, and we're getting the Yoshi's Island course, and we're I still don't own own Mario Kart. Either. Yeah, y'all too. Like, it's. I mean, we're fun. outliers. Huh? We're outliers. Yeah, and I mean it's fun. And we can play multiplayer. Like, all we need is really one cartridge and controllers to play Mario Kart. So it's not like a bunch of people would be missing out if we wanted to play Mario Kart. We just wouldn't be able to play it all on our... Mario Kart is the perfect game for, like, the split Joy-Con controls. It's the only game that's like, yeah, this is is fine. This is actually perfect. You need two buttons. Now you need them triggers, too. That's one of the buttons. Yeah, that's literally one of the buttons. It's like you got accelerate and drift. Ex- no, you three buttons. Accelerate, drift, item usage. Those are all the buttons. Yeah. Yep. And steering. Yeah. It's not a button. That's a stick. Yep. I haven't held a Joy-Con like this in so long. Do you still have your attachments? Yeah, I have too many of those attachments because yeah, I have I a bunch of Joy-Cons. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, and the last thing they showed was Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom coming out May 12th still. A lot of people thought it was going to get delayed. Um, but nope. Keep it that May 12th date. We talked about it being $70. And I'm all in. Uh, they're not. They're still not answering the questions I have about good. the game, but I'm also okay having the game answer those questions when it comes out. I have no questions. I do. I there's playable Zelda. There's all types of like. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah, you're right. Don't get your I hopes up. Don't. I just want to see don't. what they made. For the original Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, they got carried over to this. Because they said they had ideas they wanted to put into Breath of the Wild. Probably all the Sky shit. The Sky shit. Sika Slate stuff. And the truck. Yeah. Fuck (laughs) truck. I I will say, I was into that trailer until the truck showed up. And then I was like, oh, well, I lost the magic. Well, I mean, that was like a big thing with like Zelda speedrunners and like people exploring the game like long after it was out was kind of using the environment and the powers in the environment to make your own vehicles. So now if they're adding vehicles to facilitate that so you don't have to hold a leaf while riding a wooden platform to make a boat and you can just have a boat like add those you because the game is so physics based it'll be interesting to see some of like the crazy things that happens yeah i just used to use ice pillars to, to cross water just I tried that thing one time where, like, you launch a rock. Like, you use stasis on a rock, hit it a bunch of times, hop on the rock, and just go flying. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, So, I mean, that's pretty much it for the Nintendo Direct, and we've been going for a while, but I kind of want to hit a couple extra things. Yeah, let's do it. 
Apex fumbled the bag because they introduced Fucking a six v six multiplayer mode this season. No new legends. Team, which so is, team deathmatch. Right. Hey, right. Team, now, I'm fine with no new legends. Like I'm gonna tell you the truth. I found I I'm good with not a new legend. I'm good with that. That's fine. Because the base game is boring as shit. Deal with that, then we could start adding characters. Because you can't just character your way out of this. I don't know. For me, I, the once you get to a point where you're not dropping characters, you've gotten to a point where your game's in jeopardy. Thirdly, I don't necessarily believe that. I mean, and the reason why it's because I would okay. I'll put it like this: if if they didn't drop a new character and didn't do all these changes, I would say they're in big trouble. But since they did go in restructure, like the way characters work, and, yeah, the, and like great. in the classes and like how they're defined, and then I would be like, all right, it's a big deal. But since they did that, I get it. But yeah, so they did a 6v6 mode, but you can't queue in as a party of six or Only anything party more three. than three. Yeah, that shit's stupid as fuck. Like, I get it's probably because of the way their, their lobby system is inherently set up, but like, you should still have a way to do that at this point. Like, if you're going to roll something like this out. Right, that. Right, or that could be a good use for the for the clubs. It's like, all right, yeah, let's load up. We got six people in the club. Let's do team deathmatch. Even if you force us to be in two groups of three, at least allow us the means to party up with that other group of three. Right. Like shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Apex just really, like, they... I re-downloaded it because I was just thinking about that game. Like, nope. even before they talked about... And, I mean, I played a game of Battle Royale and was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, like, I, I haven't even tried out the new hero. What new hero? <laughs> well, the one from last season. Oh, 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 uh, Bat with Rifle. No, no. there's another one. yeah. Tran, uh, trans yeah, girl. Oh, no. oh, no. oh yeah, freaking catalyst. Like I forgot about like catalyst. Witch I forgot about right. catalyst. Right. And there's catalyst. black symbiote goop. Right, right. Catalyst. Forgot about catalyst. <laughs> yeah, everybody did. <laughs> because well, there's Newcastle. Like catalyst do the thing Catalyst was advertised of doing, which was uh, countering Sears ult. And then when when she came out, everyone found out she doesn't actually do that. I yeah. feel like Seer was the last time I seriously played that game. Yeah. Who was after Seer? Ash. <laughs> I thought Ash was before Seer. Yeah. Maybe. Fuck. I don't know. Yeah, it's not important. <laughs> We're not going to. I don't have the time or energy to check. Uh, Valkyrie? Valkyrie was definitely before Seer. Oh, no, no, no. Ash was after Seer. Okay. Ash was after Seer. It's Valkyrie into Seer <clears throat> into Ash into Mad Maggie, Newcastle Vantage. With also okay. Maggie. Yeah, Mad Maggie was around when I started falling off. I fell off around Ash. Because uh, Newcastle was... I started Not stumbling really during Seer and then had completely fallen off by the time Newcastle was there. 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Apex has kind of fallen off. And then with them canceling the like the single player or the Apex the what the Titan Titanfall Legends. Legends. Titanfall Legends or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, you know, the season runs well. I kind of like I slick have an itch if people are saying that it runs well, I'll at least download it and check it out. But I can't make any promises with the way other games are set up right now. Definitely no, I'm not checking out Apex. Like Apex would have like the only thing that could have got me into Apex is a legitimate if you know we could just queue up at six. But since we can't, I'm like, I could just play any of the fifty million good games that right. I that are just out. Like Fortnite has just like mounds and mounds of like content. That I haven't gotten to. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite. Shit, I'd rather go play Gundam right now. Shit. I, I, I don't know. I just got Geralt. I got Isaac Clark. Like, the gaming stuff in Fortnite is really strong this season. So, I'm here for it. All right. Uh, and then last story I have, uh, is Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel had its one-year anniversary. Yes, sir. And so, we got a bunch of people back on, it's like, they're doing daily login bonuses, all that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, just casually dabbling in some Yu-Gi-Oh! I've been watching it a lot lately, so, this is kind of like getting my itch in. Of playing it, so that's it's just been fun. Um, I like the way they've kind of changed up the like the home screen and how it looks. I feel like it runs a little smoother. Um, and then like even like some little changes I've noticed is just like showing um, like when a card effect is kicking in, it shows like which one is currently activating. Um, as opposed to just like if if the card has like three effects instead of like showing you all three, it highlights the one that's you're probably about to use okay so just a little shit it's it's nice if, if you have an interest in Yu-Gi-Oh, go back and pull it up show some love you know well yeah i'm updating it on my phone might do some of that while i'm out and about today mm-hmm. i need to get back into my tri brigade bag all right well does anybody have one more thing before we wrap for the week Oli Oli World it is dope. Yeah, it's on PlayStation Plus. Get it. Uh, I highly recommend it to everybody. Uh, if back in the day you got Oli Oli 1 and Oli Oli 2 have been free on PlayStation Plus at some point in time. So maybe you got it, maybe you didn't get it. But like I say, check all the Oli Oli games out. Because they all Ollie have... Oli of them. Yep. <laughs> All right, and with that, remember you can follow us all collectively around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at anton 63 x is Jalen. Wait, Bishop. Madrid. Speedwagon X. All right, there's been a Noah's Good production. The video version is edited by Lana Twisted Mind. The audio version is edited by I Know Jones. Until next time, keep it cheesy.